Okay, so this is uh, this is an English uh, speaking podcast, uh, correct? Yes, that's correct. Oof. <laughs> Over. Great. Seems seems like very often, like uh, almost regularly, things tend to tend to feel sort of like they're wrong. Yeah. Supposed to being right, like this is wrong. This is this is not the situation. This this is not what it's supposed to be like. You do you feel it like that? Is yeah, it, is it just me? Is it just me? Uh, yes, yeah, it's just you. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Everyone else doesn't don't have that problem it. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can totally recognize that. That's a kind of pattern in myself as well that and i i actually have i have thought about it a lot lately because like i maybe mentioned in another episode i'm i'm reading a lot of abram hicks right now which is a lot about yeah, creating it. that yeah. thing yeah. you actually want instead of what you don't want so so yeah it's been on my mind a lot actually and realizing that especially also because now it's so hot here in Norway and uh, it used to be really cold just a few months ago. So we live in this this world where, oh, it's so cold. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to summer. And then um, even though the summer is here now and we love it, we constantly say, oh, it's so hot, it's so hot, I, I'm, I'm dying or it's, I can't be anywhere. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the evening or to to the temperature is going down a little bit. So there's always like something wrong that there's something always some other place that is better than here. Yeah. Yeah. The grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well obviously it must be I can see it from over here it looks uh, way greener than over here. Yeah. Where I'm and I like that that saying because there's there's a second part of it that that you, uh, some people like to add and um, that's the reason why it's greener on the other side is because that's where you water it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So if you tend to your own garden, that's gonna be a green grass as well, you know. But yeah, but you're just looking over there at that yeah. other garden, and you give all your energy away to that. Oh, yeah. you're feeding feeding the neighbor's garden yes. for the other side of the yeah. river, Something. right? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Fence? Is it the other side of the fence? Well, it's yeah. just a, I guess it's a metaphor, literal, yeah. right? But yeah, it's, uh, I think uh, weather is a very, um, very like um, good uh, example of how we tend to never be satisfied with what is mm. always uh, uh, sort of chasing some some sort of impossible goal because what would be the perfect temperature for a human being it, does that even exist no like either it's too hot or it's too cold yeah or what, it's, what's that Goldilocks story where she's trying first uh, porridge is too hot and then it's too cold and then it's just right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't know. It's but maybe maybe the point in, of the story is she was just tired of looking and was satisfied with whatever she could get. Yeah. Um, huh. I think it comes from this idea that there is a standard that there's. I mean, the weather is one thing. It's just uh, I think that's just um, one of the places where we kind of see the symptom of of this uh, general mass. Uh, I don't know sickness that we have in a way. <laughs> that, oh, like it's always better right? somewhere else. Uh, where would that be? Oh, it would be probably over there. Um, and then we start, you know, that's everything we focus on. And uh, we start moving towards it, we think. But I'm not sure we'd move anyway, anywhere when you always... I mean, if you're never happy with what we have right now, how can you, how can you appreciate something else that you might yeah, get you'll tomorrow? You'll always be sort of chasing it. It will always yeah. be one step ahead of you. Yeah. So yeah, I try to. Yeah, I people, try people to, go on. Not, people go on vacations, you know. Yeah. It's always like uh, so you so you so you go on vacation because you're sort of looking forward to this other place, this uh, this place where everything is perfect. You know, like the weather is perfect, the food's perfect, everything's perfect. But the saying, or we're coming back to another saying, is like there's no place like home, mm. because when you get back home again, you sort of get that good sense of oh yeah, this is yeah. This is where I. This is where I. This I'm is at, where I. This is like. No. This is home. This is this is the safe place. Yeah, where I know what's uh, right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, you, you seem to. You didn't really have to go anywhere. Mm. Because you were always there. Yeah. You just needed a diversion to actually appreciate what you had. Mm. That's true. That's true. Because when people like typically people be uh, be going to warmer places because we live in in the northern hemisphere, it's uh, relatively cold the parts of the year, and maybe the summer will be uh, like mediocre at best. And people be like, "Oh, we have to go somewhere warm because summer is supposed to be warm." And and if we don't have a warm summer, then what 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 what's the point? We might as well just yeah. uh, give up. And then yeah. they go to like Turkey or Spain or. And then they come back and they're like, "Oh, it was like it was so hot. Mm. <laughs> we were melting away, yeah. and then uh, and the ice cream was no good, and everyone got diarrhea, and it was like horrible. <laughs> and we're so glad we're back home. Yeah. And then next year it's the same thing. It's like oh, yeah. we need to go somewhere else because we're not happy where we are right now, and we just we just need to check out that grass one more time because mm. it looks so much greener. And yeah, yeah, it's got to be better. Huh. You know what?" I realized something today. I was um, with my girlfriend and we were, we were swimming in the ocean. It's really nice. To oh, that sounds great. In that this temperature. Great. But when we talked about this, the weather actually, and uh, I realized something that in the winter, when the winter is warmer than it normally is based on some kind of standard we've decided that is the right standard, then uh, everything, I mean, the, the focus in media can be a lot about this, you know, global warming, all these issues we are creating. Yeah, the planet is heating up. Yeah, yeah. it's heating up. But now when the summer is like, I don't know, I, I, I don't think I've ever experienced in Norway this temperature, as far as I can remember, anyway. But nobody's no, talking it, about global warming now. They're just, oh, it's, it's summer, yeah, let's enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of perspective, yeah. I guess. 
Well, supposedly May was the warmest uh, month of May uh, since like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, but that was a very that was a, an abnormally warm mm. <laughs> May, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but let's let's not get into the whole global warming thing. Yeah, that's not. No, that's but a I, different episode. Huh? Yeah, but I think also like I think that's what we're talking about here is like it it's pointing at this kind of this big this big thing, and it's that's like we are addicted to drama. We're addicted to have this. Yeah, and I think that's true. I think the reason for that is that we are so. I mean, as human beings, we are so much more than our problem-solving mind. You know. That that part of the mind that is, you know, designed only to solve problems. Uh, but yeah, like the thinking yeah, mind, yeah. or like the thinking uh, mind that yeah, yeah, that yeah. the dualistic mind, you can say in a way as well. Like it is designed only to solve problems. But most of us are, you know, or maybe all of us, I don't know, is so identified with that part of the mind that whenever we're actually visiting other parts of the mind, we see the, that as something, you know, abnormal. Uh, yeah, something foreign, yeah. something not us. Yeah, or some kind of crazy experience or whatever. Like, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can totally relate. Since we, all, yeah, since yeah, we yeah. most of the time live in that space where, where uh, that part of... Like, if you're visiting that part of the, the computer, you know, is only solved to decide is it right or wrong or what's the solution for this. So that's why we are constantly looking for trouble, <laughs> and and uh, like global warming is one of those things that you know. Yeah, I'm not talking about problem. whether it's is an actual problem or not for the Earth. I'm just saying that how we approach this is that we need these kind of issues uh, to to have the computer going. You know, otherwise yeah, we but it's we it's perfect get scared. Right in, a, in every way <laughs> yeah. because. You can turn it into a problem that we're destroying the planet with the global warming, or you can pro use the fact that someone says that's a problem as a problem because, well, mm. that's destroying your way of life, and, and that's obviously yeah. very much a problem because I like to drive my car around and fly my airplane and and do all those things that I've always been doing. Uh, but you're totally right. It's um, seems very obvious that the thinking mind is actually fueled. On problems, yeah. on things being being yeah. not right, but being wrong, sure. feels wrong. Something needs to be yeah. fixed. But and I think that's the, the 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 interesting part of that is that when you start to realize that, the first reaction can be to, oh, I need to solve that problem that I think too much about problems. Yeah, and then you so have you create another problem, and then uh, then you. St stuck again so is this whole identification and understanding and acceptance that okay this part of the this part of me is just is actually doing its job it's designed to do these things um, but do I need to live there or can I just use it as a practical tool when I actually need to figure things out you know you're, uh, you're I'm getting sort of like a, a visual yeah I'm gonna sort of try to elaborate it so you're in a boat mm. right and so you're in the machine room. So the machine room, some would say, is the most important part of the boat. Yeah. Because that's where the engine is. And the engine is... Yeah. is um, Big. Um, huge. It's massive. 
Yeah. It's a petrol engine, mm. and it's uh, and it's um, running the propellers, making the boat go forward. But it's noisy as shit. That's fuck. Yeah. As shit. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you get the point. Mm. Uh, and so you're in this room, and, and this is where everything is happening. But it's just noise. Mm. It's just a whole lot of noise. Now, if you go out of the engine room, go up on the deck, mm. you can see, well, you can see the ocean, you can see um, land up ahead. You can, that, that's where the experience is. Yeah. That's, that's where life is. But if you're stuck down there in the engine room, mm. where, well, of course, in a sense, that's where the thing is going on. Yeah. But nothing's happening. Yeah, exactly. And you're just stuck in all this static noise mm. that doesn't, well, it destroys you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> At least. So we need to get out of the engine room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, and I think that boat metaphor. Yeah, I liked it, and I think it also when, when you good, I, I, when I, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, when, or record it on a podcast. Yeah, you should, you should do that. Just think about that yeah, the just, next time. Yeah, to record it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something went horribly wrong here. Didn't record it or did we i don't know <laughs> but but just imagine like when you go up, up on the deck and you look uh, out on the ocean and uh, the sun set or sunrise oh, there's a sunset and, oh yeah. shit and then you can sunset. enjoy life like that um you don't miss out i mean on those the the machinery in uh in the the lower part of the boat is still working you know but you don't need to identify i mean you don't need to have your kind of point of view uh, stuck or in the, the machine room but ev even if you're leaving the machine room and you go up on deck and enjoy life the machine is still going yeah and you should I, check, check it yeah. occasionally but don't, don't, yeah. don't move in yeah exactly it's very bad for your health yeah. <laughs> like it's horrible yeah. it's fumes I don't know probably like uh Dirty, mm. messy. Yeah, it is. Food's gonna be tasting like. Uh, it's true. Like uh, it's true. Uh, yeah, you don't. Want so to, what's yeah, yeah, what's yeah, the the challenge we have is that as a society <laughs> we have taught been taught that if you don't tend to the machine room and make sure it's okay, uh, you're gonna miss out. So then everyone makes yeah. sure to stay in the machine room and make sure everything is so, working, and totally missing humanity, out. Humanity. Humanity is yeah, sort of, you know, standing standing in the doorway of the machine room, mm. and you can sort of see see the light shining in through the through the stairwell up, yeah. up towards the deck. You can see it, but you can't leave mm. because if you leave the engine room, then who knows what might happen? Yeah. And I, 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 when I'm saying this, it sort of. <laughs> uh, um, shakes like deep within my bones because yeah. I'm like oh shit it's actually <laughs> so that's very what true doing. Okay. Yeah. you're just like standing there it's like oh but it's mm. it's so close but it's, and I can't yeah. leave yeah. the engine room yeah. because the engine room is me I'm the engine mm. nothing else yeah. would because be solid you have been staying in that engine room so long that you, you you're deaf I guess you, you just yeah that too but <laughs> you just so identify with it that oh this is me I need to make sure to to contain like this forever or otherwise I, I something bad can happen you know yeah yeah yes, something bad can happen and you know if you stay in the engine room all the time nothing bad will happen yeah nothing will happen at all 
it'll ju- just be bad. Yeah, just feel static and and you can just uh, go looking around for problems. Yeah, wherever you can find them because yeah. that's that's what's going on in the. There's nothing happening in mm. the engine room. Now you can call your your friend that has another engine room, and you can say that you think his engine room is wrong because you have this idea in your engine room ah. that. Uh, this is the way to go. You can compare your engine to yeah. others. Yeah. Engines. That's a good That's idea. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also when we were talking about it, it was just, you know, when you're um, out socializing, you go to like, uh, to meet people, to, to sort of hang out, you mm. go to like a discotheque. Yeah. And they pr- play like this really na- loud music. Mm. And we we sort of get drawn to that, right? You want to go there and sort of forget yourself a little. Yeah. But but the like the true, like the true deeper connections in life do they happen at the discotheque? Uh, not that I know, but. <laughs> or do so they happen sort of maybe, when you're I don't know. connecting and talking yeah. to another person? But like we're doing right yeah. now. If we were at the discotheque, we'd be like, "Hey, but you know what happened?" Yeah. And you'd be the like, "What?" The good thing with the disco, you know, is that. It's like instead of actually going up from the machine room and up to the deck and and then enjoy this an infinite possibility of life, then you go. You can travel anywhere. You, you just go into like another place where you know exactly what the, that infinite life is going to look like to some extent, so that you can still kind of. Have uh, I'm not sure how I, I'm gonna extend this metaphor to fit this idea, but no, I think it fits perfectly in the boat metaphor yeah. because you can you can have all these. Uh, it's like these, you um, you come to these this rooms, right, you, in, in the boat, yeah. and uh, but you you can still go out on the deck, yeah. But you you're keeping within the the um, belly of the boat. Mm. Because you know the layout, you have you know the um, the map of the of the thing. You can see like the yeah safe yeah that's true, and you can solve the problems within within that frame. Mm. Because if you go out on the deck, everything is possible. You can you can yeah, there's yeah. infinite possibilities. Yeah, you don't want that. No, no. That's... Who wants who wants that? You want predictability and yeah. and problems that you can solve. True, with your mind, without changing anything in you. You know. The best uh, ego, you know, (laughs) the best thing ego loves is to be able to be right without you having to change. Yeah, that's a victory. I like that. Yeah. So we we kind of fight this because when we want to stay in the machine room, make sure it's okay. It is to, you know, be able to constantly forever stay in the same idea or the same concept or the same understanding, the same truth about who you are and what life is. Yeah. You, so all the problem nice solving is to make sure that nothing changes or nothing becomes something that is not the idea that it should be. Wow. But spiritual, you know, the whole spiritual growth, the, the spiritual path is, you know, whether you call it spiritual or not, is is always about the same thing, is to be able to change into something new yeah yeah like wake, waking up from yeah. from one state to to the next yeah, exactly so how do you do that in the metaphor 
what's the next step if you if you realize like we you do we realize we're stuck in the machine room what's the next step to take well i guess it's uh if the weather is an indicator it's uh it's sort of like trying to actually accept the weather as it is mm. and to actually explore it instead of fighting it um, mm. in, in a sense because we spend all this because our energy is now spent constantly sort of fighting these problems that we that are actually unsolvable yeah because it's like it's raining Okay, what 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 can you do about that? Mm. It's sunny and super warm. Yeah. You can obviously stay in the shade, but it's it's more or less like and you can get sunburned, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> it's just sort of like well, very practical to just try to to sort of go with it mm. rather than sort of trying to 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 stop it. Yeah, that's true. Because it might seem like in in a way, like this entire universe, this this construct that we're living in, it's constantly sort of bombarding us with with possibilities to actually accept reality as it is, mm. as opposed to what we're yeah doing, which is sort of trying to control reality and 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 making it stay in one particular shape or form. And the thing is also like the. The challenge is that we, since we, we don't realize that, or like when you can say, when, if you realize that you are the creator of your own universe, like your experience of this universe, um, mm. then you have a completely different uh, opportunity than if you are the victim of what is happening to you. And in a sense, what I mean by that is like, if if you look at it like this, like you are the creator of your your uh, own world all the time, regardless of what. So, what you are experiencing right now, you have actually kind of manifested that experience, and now you are observing it coming back to you. Um, so, if then you are not happy with what you created, and you start fighting. And trying to create something new that will fix it, then you kind of just stays in this loop of of your own creation without uh, and constantly being in a in a victim mindset of what you have created. So you create something and you don't like it, and you you create something new based on that you don't like what you already have. Then you both. You you actually accept that you have created that that this no you accept that this is what is happening, but you start fighting it with with uh, wanting to change it, and then you just reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it. Reinforce it. So, so it does seem like a very effective way of standing still. Yeah, it is, and it's a way very effective way of of uh, you know feeding the the drama addiction. As well, yeah, because then it's true. Yeah, it is true, right? So that's why it works to, like, like we talked now, like what, what's the way out of it? I, it seems like this is working for me right now. Is that when I catch myself in, 
uh, in a negative pattern or, or complaining about something or realizing that I have some kind of resistance to something, like the weather, <laughs> for instance, um, yeah. I start changing it to see, okay, what is actually positive about this? What is that I love about this this situation? Because it, it starts training you to uh, accept what is right now so that you can actually get to where you want to go. Because you also put a lot of intention into what you want, even though you uh, create all these things you don't want because you complain about it. But so when you start accepting what is right now, it, those other things that you actually have asked for in your experience can come faster into your reality in a sense. Yeah, because we're, and when you're running in circles, you're, you're just getting yeah. the same because sort of, there uh, has, there, insight over and over yeah. again, and it's negative, so you're exactly. sort of stuck in that, that because, sort of mindset. Because but when uh, you start shifting, it's, it's not a circle anymore. It's more like a corkscrew, or yeah. you're sort of... It's true. You're like uh, up yeah, to the next... Uh, swirling into new experiences, and yeah. then... But I, I totally agree, and that was like when I was uh, was stuck in 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 traffic, mm. and and it just uh, seems so interesting that it's very well, like very easy to 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 sort of think about that whole situation as something that's happening to me, and that's uh, very annoying and wrong. Mm. Uh, but it's uh, it's also just sort of something that's that is happening and uh, and i can actually view it as a positive experience yeah, yeah exactly uh, and also if, if i want to yeah if and you, i can actually decide i have that power it's your choice but i think and it's, like before i would normally think like that i have no power mm. i'm just and like all and what's you know mm. our homeboy mm. uh would say it's like poor little me yeah and i it, it always <laughs> sort of gets to me like the poor little me mm. because yeah. i am so Often find myself in oh poor little this is why is every why is everything happening to me and yeah. and and it's not true mm. it's not true that the world is happening to you you're happening to the world mm. yeah and it, but if you forget it's very compelling to think that you're just a victim of yeah. uh, random occurrences and then you curse the gods and and uh, but I, what I realized recently is a way of you know there's the cool thing is that even though the contrasts you are experiencing when you don't get what you want or you are in a bad experience even that is actually you know a, a very positive thing in a sense um, because it helps you it has a huge purpose of actually helping you to realize what is it I want or are I willing Am I willing to go further than this? Am I, am I willing to experience something better than this? Uh, so I think it's really that there's always a benefit to in everything. And that's also back to that that thing about being able to see the good in things, to see the positive, see the appreciate what is actually happening right now. Or even the thing that uh, of experiencing bad stuff or the contrast to what you actually want, even that is a is a good thing. And as when you start realizing that really on a deep level, then it's never really that bad anymore. Uh, but of course, in a sense, uh, I don't know if we could, like, if we got rid of the uh, good 
and or bad in front of experience and just say mm. it's an experience. Yeah. Because the problem with these labels is they tend to sort of uh, make us want to sort of avoid some of them mm. and uh, and uh, and and sort of work towards the others. That's and, true. And that that seems to not actually be that serving uh, because life is uh, all all the different mm. um, possibilities are possible and they will tend to happen. Yeah. And how you um, sort of uh, well but approach them there's will a, for me say a lot about how you how how you sort of react to them mm. and how how they shape you and and yeah what you bring with you further along the road on your journey but how's how's your approach to to that thing been because for me it has been like on that spiritual path at some point i started you know realizing that okay I need all kind of experience to grow and I'm willing to, to meet, you know, the bad stuff uh, without trying to label it as something uh, because I'm willing to grow. So I, okay, I realize it's going to be some heavy shit I have to go through if I'm willing to go this road. But it felt like the only only way that meant, that meant you know, the only way I could take because I realized not being willing to grow at this point would just be more pain and I... I've had enough, you know. So in that in that process, I started trying not to judge the experiences as bad or, or good, just realizing that I have to take it all in. Everything that comes up, I need to go through it. And and that was really a good thing. But what what I realized not uh, just what I have realized just this kind of the last six months is that. It has actually put me in a place where I didn't admit to myself what I actually wanted for my life. Because I was so focused on growth without actually aiming at something I wanted to create in my life. Just the spiritual... The direction is growth. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. so I was kind of... <laughs> and that, it held me back because I wasn't admitting to myself, b- being honest with, okay, I actually want this positive thing in my life but to me I was stuck in this idea that it's in order to grow I have to be willing to let everything go so I should not desire anything and then it got me into this vacuum in a sense where I get to uh, let go of a lot of things and my life is so much better but I, I kind of just stayed in a vacuum because I wasn't able to actually you know, integrate my experience with actually being a human being in this world, um, doing things I wanted to do. So yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you have like, a, uh, I'm turning into the, the the guy who's always trying to sort of frame it into something. Mm. Uh, but I guess I've always been like them. So I'm, I'm not going to criticize myself for 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 doing this. I'm going to be proud. Mm. I'm going to be proud of that. Yes, yeah, uh, so you know, you're. You're molding something out of clay, mm. and uh, so, so molding out of clay is difficult, and and it's it, it's it's um, well, it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah. Even though you know the, the plate is spinning and and sort of mm. you know you're gonna make a vase or I know yeah. whatever, but so if remember you throw away we did the, it in the, school. The clay, yes. it's gonna be it's gonna be all good because uh, you don't you have to you don't 
there's no problem anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The clay is gone. So yeah. problem solved. But you're not making a vase anymore either, are you? No. You're just not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Uh, so it's like, it can totally yeah. relate to your point being like sort of okay, so so if nothing matters, sort of so to speak, like yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna grow. Mm. It's like with with what are you growing? I'm growing in this big empty space. Yeah, growing that space. Yeah. But so the universe is, con yeah. is constantly expanding. So, yeah. so, so for sure. But it's yeah. actually a good metaphor uh, because I, st I I realize it in a whole totally new way now. Because yes, uh, because the spiritual growth is you know one big part of it is actually to you know to expand your space to be able to kind of hold or uh, be more light or energy, so to speak. But that's only half of the puzzle, you know, because you're still gonna create something in that space yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't throw away the clay yeah. man <laughs> <laughs> so so now i can actually make it make a bigger vase you know because i have more space it's gonna make it like a that, massive the vase. round table is much bigger much bigger than it used to be vase vase yeah. vase vase mm -hmm. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> boss you get the point <laughs> yeah like a mug no yeah maybe a mug okay <laughs> Pot. <laughs> you'll make a pot to put the plant in, yeah. and the seed, and it'll yeah, grow. That's a nice thing, so, yeah. That's nice. Huh. But yeah, what are you going to cultivate? Mm. You're just gonna grow empty space. Yeah. No, you're gonna grow you. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it would feel really empty. <laughs> and that's through experience. Mm. Good yeah. and bad. Yeah. Right and wrong. I guess All you're never things. actually wrong. But and things are never actually Right. Right? I don't know. They're they're but have they're, 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 they just are. Yeah. It's like the isness is the business or something I remember who said that. Yeah, so it was nice. Yeah. But uh, like Muji or something. I got some uh, idea. Uh, or uh, have you ever tried this? That if you are stuck in uh, the idea that you are, need to be right, that it's some kind of topic, and you uh, talk with someone, and uh, you either leave the conversation at that point, uh, where you had to push through your own facts, your truths, and then you left, and maybe later that day you realize shit i was actually you know in a really weird place i i had so much things i needed to prove you know for that person so if you find yourself in a situation where you have you know you realize that you have some kind of resistance with someone there is some kind of truth or some kind of idea that you feel that you should you know push through or an really interesting interesting exercise is to meet that person and allow them to talk and just allow yourself to be silent not needing to state any kind of truth or need to end with your being right in that conversation if you haven't if you haven't done that exercise uh i will recommend any, every, everyone to do it because it's so you know that's that's an experience to to realize like wow i didn't actually have to prove anything or i didn't you know it changes you don't have to win. no there's actually no difference if you win or you lose that's that's not how you measure 
the experience in the end if you're really honest with yourself. I think I, I read somewhere uh, it was like uh, the, the most um, common common like reason for relationships to to sort of fall apart. Yeah, is the need to be right. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and like uh, for instance, like being a good friend is is accepting your 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 friend for who 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 he is. Mm. And wanting to be right or changing that person, that's not gonna. Yeah. Uh, that's not gonna <laughs> get you closer together. It's gonna. It's true. Sorry, true. Push you further apart. Mm. Conflicts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many problems can you solve? I got 99 problems, but my podcast ain't one. Hit me. It's a different type of mm. podcast, I guess. There's <laughs> <laughs> an infinite number of... Yeah. I got an infinite number of problems, yeah. and I can't solve one. Because mm. I'm in the engine room. <laughs> Forgot to take a look at yeah. the view. <laughs> 